Men, if you answer yes to any of these questions, you could be suffering from low testosterone. Do you have low sex drive? ED, always tired, depressed, loss of muscle mass, obese, loss of focus and drive? You, my friends, need to get your numbers checked. Check out Men's Health of Mississippi, located in Madison, Mississippi, and online at menshealthms.com. Guys, get your numbers checked today. Trust me, she'll thank you for it. I promise. Menshealthms.com. Men's Health of Mississippi. To the Free Range Human Show Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts right now. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I'm, of course, Clay Edwards. I'm live here on 103.9 FM, WYAB. Streaming worldwide, WYAB.com, as well as the TuneIn app and Alexa. Just search WYAB. And as I tell everybody, everyone, if you just go to whatever your main browser is on your phone, if it's a Apple, go to Safari, type WYAB.com in, go to Listen Live, hit Save to my home screen, Boom. There you go. You got a WYAB app. I guess uh, if you have an Android, it would be Chrome, presumably. Go to Chrome, do the same thing. Boom. You've got a WYAB app. You can hit it at any time, and it'll go straight to playing whoever is on the RO80. That's how Kid Rock spelled it in a song. I know it's not spelled RO80, but it's called Radio. <laughs> that didn't come out quite right. Y'all get the point. Good morning, everybody. Look, let's just jump straight in. The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. The phone lines, 601-879-0002. The question of the day, and we're going to jump straight into the first topic. I saw this on Twitter. I stole it, so I don't even know who to give the credit to. Question of the day. If you could stop paying for Social Security for the rest of your life, but you forfeit all your accurement, would you do it? If you could stop paying now, but you give up everything that you've paid in, would you do it concerning your Social Security? Text me your answers, yes or no, 769-241-1944. If you want to peel the onion back a little further, Feel free to call 601-879-0002. Let's jump into this other topic. Breaking news here at the Clay Edwards Show slash Save Jackson International World Headquarters. As I was walking up the stairs this morning, you know, I made a video yesterday on my TikTok. I shared the link everywhere and it was to the extent of, I want to make sure I, just want to make sure I read the exact headline properly. Because I think context matters, as you all know, if you've listened to this show for more than five seconds. Context matters. About shootings in Jackson and homecoming weekend and JSU folks and and the city of Jackson not being able to act right on homecoming weekend. These are facts, my friends. This ain't hearsay, speculation, none of that. Here was the caption I put with the link to my video. It simply says, breaking news, JSU homecoming weekend ends with an on-campus shooting, which was was a non-life-threatening injury, but we have an update to that, and another off-campus shooting that leaves Jackson with homicide number 103 for 2023. And somebody asked in my comments, I said, Clay, I don't understand why why you had to mention homecoming. What does homecoming have to do with it? Well, 
because it's JSU's homecoming weekend and somebody got shot on campus and somebody got shot off campus close to it during homecoming weekend. If it was Christmas, we would say during Christmas weekend. I just think people are getting a little too sensitive. But you, you, you would think that it would end there. It did not end there, folks. Here's a story from WLBT. And you know I got plenty to say about this. Starts now with breaking news. There will be no class today at Jackson State University. Well, this after a deadly shooting late last night. 300 Sides Morgan Harris joins us. If you're keeping track, this is another shooting. This now with the latest. Morgan Yeah, Carmen Wilson, that's right. That announcement comes after a student was shot on campus overnight. This victim is identified as a student at JSU from Chicago named Jalen Burns. The university uh, says that Burns was taken to a hospital after police got a call about shots being fired around midnight at the University of Point apartment complex. Jackson State is asking students to carry their university ID with them at all times. Again, classes are canceled for today. The university says JPD and Capitol Police are both assisting in this investigation to find the person of interest. We'll bring you any new information as we learn it on air and online at WLBT.com. For now, I'm live in Jackson. Morgan Harris, three on your side. Well, that train was messing with her, wasn't it? All right. Let's paint a picture for a second here. You're in Chicago, Illinois. Legitimately. Not just per capita. Not, you know, no no, no way to smudge the statistics. Chicago, Illinois is legitimately one of, if not the deadliest places on the planet Earth. I mean, we're just talking about sheer body count. There's areas of Chicago, they call it Chirac for a reason. And that ain't white people calling it to be snarky. The black folks there call it Chirac. Just like the black folks here call Jackson, Jackganistan. It's the name of mixtape albums and albums and stuff. They they wrap their arms around these names. But imagine leaving one of the most deadliest places on earth to come to Jackson, Mississippi, which is I am not making this up. The deadliest place in America per capita two years in a row. But you're thinking to yourself, well, man, look, less than 200 people get killed in Jackson a year. A thousand or more get shot and killed in Chicago every year. Uh, the odds of anything happening to me really slim to none down here. Wrong. Wrong. Sad, sad, sad situation in Jackson. So let's just, for those keeping count at home, you had a man killed over off West Capitol Saturday night after the game. May may or may not had anything, any relation to do with the game or, or, or JSU homecoming. You had a kid shot on campus Saturday night, non-life-threatening injury. Like I said, I made a video yesterday about these two, about the other two shootings I put on my Social media forums, you know, just talking about it. Just say, hey, I mean, there's a little update to the news. And people got mad at me for mentioning JSU. Homecoming weekend. And here we are. We cap off homecoming weekend with a murder on campus. On campus. 
Jackson, you got to do better. I mean, when when you it's one thing when you when when you when you peeling a little little woo woo's cap back, and you kind of getting the two for one special. You, well, one thug dies, one goes to jail. There's another when you kill them the best and brightest. Your future. The ones that gonna help bring your folks up out of all this. Again, these are the same people that scream and cry and think a white supremacist is hanging around every corner in the dark waiting to jump out and get them. It's their own dang people. White folks, we the same way. It's our own dang people. We spend a lot of time worrying about black folks spend a lot of time worrying about racism from white folks. White folks spend a lot of time worrying about violence and racism from black folks. Nine times out of ten, and I have no idea if that statistic is correct. It just sounds good on the radio. Nine times out of ten, I'm guessing it's somebody we all know. What does Chalkway call it? Interpersonal violence. But something tells me this was not interpersonal. This feels like a robbery. When you kill a kid on campus, now I don't know if it was in his apartment, outside. Now if it was in his apartment, I may change my mind on that. We'll find out. Didn't they find a kid in a dead in his car there a few months back? Another kid from out of town? Maybe Maryland? Maybe Illinois, actually. Did have been shot? I, I want Jackson to be better. I, I truly do. I've been spending a little more time in the city. I want to feel safe coming to Jackson. I want my family to feel safe coming to Jackson. I want for the business owners in Jackson, I know y'all get mad at me because y'all think I shine a brighter light on the problems and it, it scares people from coming. I'm trying to shine a light on the problems so bright that the people creating the problems don't create it in those areas anymore. What's in the dark must come to the light. Now, I, may, I have my incendiary way of doing things may rub some people the wrong way. And that's the cross I bear. But we got we can't keep sticking our heads in the sand and pretending these things ain't happening. George Floyd died for most of y'all's sins. And here you are, still in the city of Jackson, killing folks. Got to stop, Jackson. You got to stop killing one another, especially, especially college students. Now I ain't trying to say, oh, hell, I'll say it. Some lives are worth more than others. Here on earth. I'm sure God would disagree with me on that. Some lives are worth more than others. You got a kid that's either in college trying to become some type of engineer. Is that what it was? Did he engineer? What was his degree? He was an industrial technology major. That That's not even an underwater basket weaving uh, woke degree of any sort. That's not critical race theory. Uh, critical race in HR. That's a legitimate, that's somebody who was going to contribute to society. You know, you get, you get a good student like that, or you get a good uh, blue collar worker, young guy, maybe he becomes a journeyman electrician, a plumber, a mechanic, 
something like that. Look, college ain't for everybody. It wasn't for me. You get somebody who went through a Votech course and he's learning being a bricklayer. I mean, just the multitude of things, HVAC, that can make as much or more money than any college degree can ever make outside of being a doctor or a lawyer. I mean, did you know that you can go be an electrician and make more money than an engineer without the college degree? There ain't no knock on my engineer friends out there. I love you. And I know a lot of y'all make good money. I'm just making a point here. But these are the folks that we're killing now. I say we, as the human race, we're killing our best and brightest. Whether it's the guy out there working because he knocked his girlfriend up too early in high school and he wasn't able to go to college. He had 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 to go get a job. Start at the bottom. Try to work his way up. Maybe he's out in the oil fields. Who knows? These are Every time I turn on the news, these are the ones I feel like are getting killed. It ain't just the drug dealers, the killers, the gang members. It's good kids with a bright future. Let's take a break. Phone lines wide open, 601-879-0002. What do we do about Jackson? How can you make JSU's campus any safer? without completely locking it down? Or should it just be completely locked down? You got to show your badge to come in and out. I'm assuming, I assume that the campus is a gun-free zone. Is that is that safe to say? Are you allowed to have your gun in your car, in your apartment on campus? I, I do not know. If somebody knows the answer to that, let me know. We'll be right back. Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here on 103.9 FM WYA. B, this segment going to be brought to you by Stonington Farms Beef. Hey, guys, get your orders in now. They're going to be here this Friday making their deliveries to Brandon Pearl, not Pearl, I'm sorry, Brandon Florence and Ridgeland. 100% grass-fed, 100% grass-finished, antibiotic-free, MRNA-free, Mississippi-sourced beef. I defrosted a pack of hamburger meat last night. I had a big old ribeye steak that I'd gotten from them. Cooked the, I have, I'm going to cook the hamburger meat tonight. I cooked the steak last night. Thank you to Reddy Teddy for bringing me some boiled peanuts over. Uh, he said, man, I get the Cajun. He said, pour the, pour, the green, pour the extra juice in the green beans. I said, hey, I got some green beans. I'll try this. Now I'm hooked. By the way, holler at Reddy Teddy for your peanuts. Holler at Stonington Farm. For your grass-fed beef, you will not regret it. They got some mini cow packages right now, some half cow, some whole cow, and other stuff available. If you don't want to splurge like that, you don't want to stock up. I would stock up. With all that's going on in the world today, 
you need to be at the grocery store and at your, or not the grocery store even so much. You need to be at your local farmer's market in your garden and getting with your locally, your local beef suppliers like Stonington Farm. I'd be stockpiling them, guys. I'd be getting those freezers up, make sure I had generators that can run them if the power goes out. Things are, you think things are expensive right now as we approach into World War III. Things are going to get very expensive. Food's going to get very hard to come by. That's why it's going to be more important than ever to support these independent local farmers. Start with Stonington Farms. And go online, Stonington with two ends, farm.com. Stoningtonfarm.com. You'll place your order. You can go view, you go to say a link called View Cuts. It'll have the pricing and all that stuff there per pound. And they'll have their pack their their half cow packages. Now you can mix those up. So the price varies on those mini cow and whole cow type packages. Because you might you might want more of something and less of another. You know, so you ain't gonna be able to play the system. You ain't gonna be like, well, I want less I want more ribeye so you can give me less ground beef. Mm-mm. That ain't how it works. You have to pay more if you want to do that. <laughs> anyway, check them out. Stoningtonfarm.com. They're delivering up here Friday. We're gonna Beat it up really hard this week. Make sure you guys know they're coming. Give you fair and ample opportunity to get your order in. All right. So we talked a good bit about about the JSU stuff there. And I got, you know, I, I reloaded an old video on my TikTok yesterday. It was like on this day last year. And I've never done this before. Where you, you know, share a memory about a violent crime. Or uh, about something that was going on, but apparently, uh, let's just say this day in history in 2022, there was a post I had come across, a screenshot and some videos and stuff. I had to dig for it now. I'm sure I have it somewhere. Where there's a gas station over in South Jackson, right there next to where this is it used to be. I think it's called R.J. Billiards now. They're still open. Great place. Good people. But there's a gas station right there on the corner of, I think that's Rainy Road and Cooper Road. Been a lot of shootings there. Been a lot of shootings there. There's actually a police precinct a half a block from it there in Candlestick Park. I assume it's still there. Candlestick Shopping Center, not Candlestick Park. That's where the 49ers played. Anyway, somehow or another, some cops had had to shoot somebody or something or another, and there was a bounty put out on some JPD people's heads. I've seen the, I saw the paperwork, you know, with my sources in JPD. This is in fact true. So anyway, I just reposted the video here and I'm just reading the comments. I'm just blown away at the damage that the goon squad incident did to police relations in central Mississippi. I can't post anything. Pro cop, which it ain't gonna stop me. I mean, I, I'm here for. I'm the one for it. I am built for it. I am. My support of police is unwavering. I can separate bad apples from my good. My support for good cops. You know, both can be right. These guys can be. These guys can be bad guys. We can be okay. That's right. These cops can still be good cops, and I can support them. I'm capable of doing both. But uh, here's some of these comments. It says, how many, how many unarmed people have been unjustly killed by racist cop police officers? So another commenter. When people lose respect for the police, 
are not safe. People are not safe anymore. Uh, oh yeah, the 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 whole point of this was talking about there being a hit out on the cops. Some people were like actively trying to kill some JPD cops last year. It says, so you don't like that. What about the six officers that tortured two black guys? What you got to say about that? <laughs> you know, just everything goes back. That's what I hate. And that's what we talked about on the show some. Is that when that goon squad incident happened, how difficult. And I'm only going to tell you from my point of view. All the shrapnel that just guys like me have to take. People like Therese Apel that support law enforcement like we do. You know, it puts us just just in just being public facing and being so pro cop that it puts us in a bind. But again, the on the scale of importance, absolutely minimal. Absolutely minimal, unregisterable cuz I'm going to keep doing what I do. But the real fault, the real issue is what it does to the trust of the department and the other police, especially out there at Rankin County Sheriff's Department. I've, I, we'll get to the story here this morning about um, there's a couple stories concerning the goon squad and the fallout from that on WLBT this morning. We're, we're going to get to those. And, but one of the quotes, I wasn't going to go straight to it right now, but I guess I will if I can put my hand. Okay, I can't put my hands on. I'm not going to scroll WLBT on my break. I'm live on air here. But it just talks about they have to rebuild the trust of the community. And I can just tell you out there as a member of that community I mean, that people privately in conversations around the dinner table, at the bar, at these other places, I, I want to tell people something here. That all think all Rankantonians are, or the goon squad's a reflection of all Rankantonian people. But brother, I'm going to tell you, they are not. We had this whole situation's had a little time to breathe and look at it. Then you pile in the the report on Brian Bailey and the and the the phone records of his girlfriend. At the, you know the story. People people are mad in Rankin County. I mean, every conversation. If I go out in public to a restaurant or a bar or anything in Rankin in Rankin County, especially in the downtown Brandon area, it is the lead conversation. Um, of how embarrassed citizens are, how they say they can't, they have a hard time seeing those high Rankin County pol- uh, cruisers and, and, and not looking at them and not have, not thinking different about it. And it's true, but I I know too many good folks over there, and I'll go to my grave saying this: there's too many good folks over there at the sheriff's department for me just to. To throw the baby out with the bathwater. I ain't going to do that. Let's take a call real quick. Hey, you're on there. Hey, brother. It's Jeff. Hey, what's up? Oh, not much. Just uh, wanted to chime in on what, you, what you're saying there. Uh, I completely agree with uh, what you're saying as far as the um, the citizens. I think it's just a lot of a lot of disappointment, you know, across the board. People living in, in Rankin County. But uh, I think even more so than that. Uh, for me, um, the most damage that it did is is the concern that it, it'll turn into, you know, eventually start going down the path of, of you know, 
surrounding counties that aren't as safe because at the end of the day, even, you know, no department is, is perfect, but uh, we've got great prosecutors and, and law enforcement in Rankin County. And, and uh, you know, if you start taking that away, going down the same path as, like I said, <laughs> surrounding uh, counties. Well, that's, that's what they want. And that, that's that's what everybody's fear is, and I think that's why everybody's so mad. You know, no department, like I said, is perfect, and it seems like a, a spotlight is in. You know, this is what the, the other side has been waiting on. Finally, we have something, you know, to, to condemn Rankin County. Look how look how terrible it is over there. It's not so great. At the, at the end of the day, this is still the safest county in the state, uh, in the region, and and that's why people, you know, flock over here. Uh, almost like illegals crossing the border. Everybody's trying to get over here, and that's why, because it's great. And everybody does feel safe. But if it starts going down that trend and it would, you know, uh, of the surrounding, uh, uh, you know, Hines County and, yeah. and other areas that, that used to be safe or not, you know, you'll see that. Like you said, that's what they want. You'll start seeing the same thing over here. I sure hope that's not the direction we're headed. But, uh, you know, I think that's that to speak to your point. Is well, why there's so much disappointment. There was a lot of pride, and you used to see a Rankin County cruiser, you know, riding down the road. And now, you know, not not everybody. I I, I still take pride in, it, but you know, a lot of people are like, man. I still, I still, when I, if I see a Rankin County cruiser, I still, it still makes me as a citizen, not Clay Edwards, not none of this other stuff. Just as a citizen of Brandon, I see a Rankin County cruiser. I know that nothing stupid is going to happen to me in that in, in their presence. I still feel safe. When I see a Rankin County deputy, yep, same same here. I just I hope it stays that way. I hope that they don't continue the smear campaign to try to, to make it that not that way anymore. Yep, not Pre- that way anymore. Rather, yeah, I know what you're saying. Appreciate you, brother. Thanks for listening this morning. Yeah, man. All right, have a blessed one. All right, let's take a break real quick. I wouldn't mind staying on this topic if you if you guys want to want to stay here. We can we can bounce back and forth to the jacks and stuff. I know there's plenty of international and national news too. We got two full hours this morning. We will get to it. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Phone line 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line. Boy, I tell you what. I wish Guns and Gear was open on Monday. Another ammunition manufacturing company just blew up. That ain't that, that ain't no accident, Hoss. Time to start stockpiling. Don't forget the Guns and Gear is your home of no limit ammo. The Guns and Gear text line 769-241-1944. Come back into the Clay Edwards show. Guys, we talked about guns and gear at the end of that end of that read there. And I think I just want to piggyback on that and and uh tell y'all. Uh I some people have asked for the link about the ammunition thing blowing up. I've got something loading on my phone here. All right. Let me pull it up. I was loading the video up during the break there. I believe uh find which text message it came from. Here we go. And I will send anybody this link that wants it. It says, uh, <clears throat> was, this, was this planned? Ammo manufacturing plant explosion leaves many worried. Call or stay on hold. It's a 150,000 square foot warehouse that produces bullets blew up in Nebraska. You would think this would make headlines. So that's where it was. It was Nebraska. Anybody wants the link, I will send it to you. My point being, that's exactly what they wanted. You know, it's our. They got food plants blowing up everywhere. Now ammunition plants blowing up. 
Well, you take the food and you take the bullets. What we got? I mean, I'm talking about to fight with. We got to have food. You start you start limiting the bullets. Now I know there's a. We probably got enough in in our in our our safes throughout here to protect ourselves for an extended amount of time. But make no mistake, we're like I'm, I'm just using this as a size reference, not not ideology. Like what you've seen happen, us John Q. citizens are kind of like Hamas fisting to try to fight the rest of the world with all their space lasers and bombs and everything else. We might put up a fight, but they can literally blow our buildings up from outer space. Uh, if we had to fight our own military, being the point of that conversation. Anyway, n- another another conversation for another day. Get out to guns and gear. Home of no limit ammo. Get stocked up. I'm not being hyperbolic here. If nothing else, you know prices will inevitably shoot through the roof. Pun intended. So buy now before you have to pay more. Home of, again, no limit ammo. Located right there, Yandale Road on 51. Heading north toward heading north to Gluckstadt. Right there on the right. Can't miss it. They got all your favorite guns. New and used. Tons of accessories. Really, really, really good guys working there. Fun to go talk gun stuff with. Fun to just shop top. Well, I can't talk this morning. Fun to just talk shop with. And, of course, they, they can take care of all your gunsmithing and Cerakoting needs. And, again, they will buy your gun, too. Maybe you got more guns than you need. You need to get. You need to trade out some guns for some ammo. You can do that. Whatever you want to do with it, go see them. They'll take care of you. Shop them online. Gunsandgearms.com. Let's go straight to the phones. Hey, thanks for staying on hold. You're on there. Hey, Clay. I think when all this stuff cleared with the Goon Squad, I think Brian maybe will be indicted. I hope he isn't, but they'll try to get him on something. And that four hundred million dollar lawsuit they got. If it goes to federal court in Jackson, Mississippi, with the jury pool they will pick from the Delta, from other parts of central Mississippi, and we're on the river cities, don't be surprised if they get it. Now, here's my question. If they do get it, they do get a judgment on Rankin County for $400 million. Does Rankin County have that kind of money? You know, I well, obviously, I don't think it would be a lump sum payment unless they have some type of insurance, but I don't know that you have insurance to cover stuff. like If I'm the insurance company, I'm saying no. And they may and look. They may insure themselves. They may be they may be self insured. I, yeah. I think JPD is self insured. The city of Jackson is also self insured. So yeah, but think about it. Think about it. There's no you can't that retort reform does not fall underneath that because that's federal. And they're going to probably go after the police officers who did this to them. Go after their four hundred one k, their homes, their assets, and stuff like that. If that happens, do you really think police are really going to do their job knowing there's a chance they could get sued? Like that, it's going to be tough. But I guess what you have to take into take into account is once you get into the heat of the moment, you hope that uh you know the police do what they got to do. I think there's too well, many, I think there's enough good cops out there. Now they may come in and just neuter and say, "Hey, we got to change the way we got to change the way we police." Yeah, I had a guy coming to a and, sales, I'm, not, and uh, I'm not saying there's bad cops out there because I don't think there is. I think this was isolated. But I think these do take mental problems. I really do. They had to have these people, man. These people, they were totally heartless to do this, these guys. Okay, so, and I know there have been stuff at that house before, but that's no excuse for what they did. And I, I think you, we would agree on that. Sure. And But here's my deal. If Rankin County does have to pay that, 
that's going to kill their budget. And it's, what if Ridgeland has to come up on a percentage of that? That's not going to be good for them. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, now I don't know why Richland. Well, I know that guy was off duty, so doing a ride along. I, you know, I don't know if qualified immunity would, would cover him, but yeah. So, and I heard one of your callers say that's the safest county in Mississippi. So it's safer than Madison or Harrison County or Hancock County. Yeah, because Rankin doesn't have a Canton in the middle of it. Well, that's true too. What about Harrison and Hancock? I don't know. I can't get into the weeds on that. I I, 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 just, I, I got a hard time believing that, Clay. Well, I think the crime stats back it up, but, you know, perception's reality. Yeah. Hey, you have a great day, brother. You too, brother. Thanks. All right. So while we're on this topic, this story broke over the weekend on WLBT. Uh, Sheriff Brian Bailey wants federal claims against him from torture case dropped, citing qualified immunity. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, so we're going to do this together for the first time since we're on the topic. Here we go. This is on WLBT by C.J. LeMasters. New developments tonight in the federal suit against Rankin County for the torture and abuse of two black men. Now, Rankin County Sheriff Ryan Bailey wants all federal claims against him and his department dismissed from this case. Investigative reporter C.J. LeMaster breaks it all down for us. C.J.? Well, Howard, here's what we found whenever we started digging. The attorney for the agency says those claims should be dropped against Sheriff Brian Bailey because he's entitled to qualified immunity. Now, qualified immunity protects government officials, particularly law enforcement, from being sued unless they violate clearly established law. Now, this suit alleges that Sheriff Bailey's failure to train or supervise his deputies led to the January torture and abuse of Michael Corey Jenkins and Eddie Terrell Parker. Five former deputies pleaded guilty to federal and state charges stemming from that incident. You remember when that happened. Bailey's attorney, Jason Dare, says the sheriff isn't alleged to participate in any of those criminal acts or had knowledge the crime was being committed. For Bailey to be implicated here, Dare argues he would have to have violated their constitutional rights, and that right would have had to be clearly established when this incident took place. Now, Jenkins' attorneys argued that some of the deputies who shot Jenkins and tortured both men had previous incidents of excessive force and were not reprimanded or retrained by Sheriff Bailey. They point to three specific incidents. Deputy Brett McAlpin's assault of a Pearl Man in 2010, the killing of Pierre Woods in 2019, where former Deputy Hunter Elward fired eight times, and the death of Damian Cameron after Elward tased and kneeled on the man's back for 15 minutes. Now, the attorney for the sheriff says three cases over 14 years doesn't equal a pattern of unconstitutional conduct. Of course, a judge will have to decide, though. One thing to keep in mind here, Sheriff Bailey was actually denied qualified immunity in that Pierre Woods killing and could be found liable there. Now, Jenkins' attorney tells Three on Your Side they disagree with the defense's strategy here, and they're going to respond very soon. Courtney Ann? So it, could, it could get very interesting over there from a legal, from a, uh, a liable standpoint. Will Brian Bailey be able to be sued personally. It's going to be a, it's going to be tough. And I understand. I'm just going to talk about it. I, I be, how do I say this? I want to make sure I get my words right here. I think a lot of people in Rankin County, some of the conversations I've had, people were very embarrassed, very embarrassed, especially a lot of people who have wa- waving the, the law enforcement flag were very embarrassed by what, Happened with the goon squad stuff. 
You know, there's no there's no sticking my head in the sand and pretending that didn't happen. We've talked about it here on the show when Sean's in here a good bit and myself a good bit. I can't ignore those. I can't hold Jackson and JPD accountable for what they do or don't do and then stick my head in the sand on this. And even if Brian Bailey didn't know what was going on, and you could say, all right, look, he had he had six five, five bad apples. If we just want to pretend that this is the case, he had five bad apples. You know, I can almost just say, hey, just clean it up. It don't happen again. The county's safe. I feel safe out here. But then you go into this other stuff with the spying on um, your girlfriend who's still married to another man and the other guy that she's allegedly talking to. That's an abuse of power. And that, that I, I now look, we all had the things that make us angry about stuff. But I think that's the one for me, really. I think that, that that's the one that really worries me. Because if he'll do it to them, who wanna, who else won't he do it to? Who else has he not done it to? You know, I was at dinner the other night and this conversation got brought up. And I said, man, I could understand, you know, if it's his wife he was doing it to. Like, you know, I'm sheriff. I think my wife's fooling around or something. I'm going to tap some phones. It ain't right. It don't make it right, but it's a little more understandable. But this situation, this this was the one for me. This is breaking the public's trust and an abuse of power. All right. And, and by the way, if any of us did it, we would be in jail. Let's take a break. Sell me your car today. This is Clay Edwards, and I want to buy your car, truck, or SUV today. Are you tired of dealing with all the marketplace maniacs and the Craigslist crazies? I hear nightmare stories every day about counterfeit checks for vehicles here in central Mississippi. Did you know if you get ripped off with a counterfeit check, your insurance company will not cover you? Let me make you a fair market value offer for your vehicle today. Contact me today at claybuyscars.com. That's claybuyscars.com. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Let's see here, let's read a couple of your texts on the Guns and Gear text line. I asked for them, y'all sent them. Paul says, the five unknown bad apples argument goes out the window when one of those, when one of those, Brett McAlpin was the lead investigator for Rankin County. If the sheriff didn't know what his chief investigator was doing, that's inexcusable. And that is uh, something I hear a lot. That's absolutely something we hear a lot out there, I can assure you. Uh, Ty says, I used to live on Rainy Road, had to leave two years ago because three guys tried to break into my house at 4 a.m. while I was sitting on the couch. The pew-pew came out. Called JPD after the incident, and it took them an hour to show up even after we told them shots had been fired. Man, I tell you, I mean, <clears throat> that's one of the reasons you've got to move out of Jackson sometimes. Uh, it's getting better with Capitol Police, but they ain't over in South Jackson yet. And we do have a the, – the ship appears to be writing. It ain't righted, but writing with JPD. I, I, I really like what Chief Wade is doing. They even went and cleaned up a homeless encampment. Why well, share that picture on Save Jackson? A lot, of the, a lot of the bleeding hearts got mad. Got mad. Why are, you, why are y'all cleaning up that homeless encampment? 
One of my JPD guys sent that to me. He said, Chief Wade was on it, son, sending, sending a city crew to clean up that homeless encampment. Right over there, at, uh, uh, somewhere along 55. I don't even remember where. But anyway, I like what they're doing. They wouldn't have done that previously. So good stuff there. Uh, let's see here. Somebody said, You aren't allowed to have a gun on JSU campus, period. My sister went to jail for having her guns. On her at the campus. When I worked there, a guy went to jail for having his gun in his backpack. You couldn't pay me enough to work at JSU. So that answers that question about, about, uh, can you have guns on campus at JSU? I didn't figure you could. I figured it was a gun free zone, but just had to ask because, I mean, self defense. <laughs> that's, that's why I'm asking. Not to go be bad guy. I'm just curious from a self defense standpoint. If I got a kid at JSU, I would want them to have some type of self defense mechanism on them. I guess a good time to go to Gracie South Jiu Jitsu and kickboxing and learn a little self defense. All right, we'll be right back. Got a whole another hour to go. All right, we are back live on the Clay Edwards Show, your number one morning talk show for all the things others are scared to talk about. That's right. Tune in live every Monday through Friday right here, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on WYAB. This segment is going to be brought to you by a great new Jackson business. A great new Jackson business. Reliable rental equipment. You can check them out online at ReliableRentalEquipmentMS.com on Facebook. Same thing. Also, if you want to go by and check them out in person, you live out there in Fondren. They're just right on the outskirts of Fondren there, right across from the old Meadowbrook Movie theater on uh, on Meadowbrook Drive. There, but just they tore they tore a couple old buildings down, built a brand new, super nice facility. I mean, really investing back into the city. That's the kind of investment it's going to take to get Jackson back to where it needs to be. Is independent, locally owned people deciding they want to invest into the city and get it back. And that's what they're doing over there at Reliable Rental Equipment. So kudos to them. Located at 210 Meadowbrook Road right there in Jackson. Whether you need a skid steer, a backhoe, a, a air, air, airdrop trailers, lifts, they got it all. Zero-turn mowers, rollback dumpsters. Hey, not only do they have rollback dumpsters, they'll also come do the debris cleanup also. Now, of course, it, that costs extra. You'll have to work the pricing out with them. It's not included with the rollback dumpster. But if you don't have the time or the friends and all that stuff, just pay these guys to do it. They also do tree service. That's right. They can cut the tree down, get it all out there, the whole nine yards. You got an old tree. It's been a dry summer. I bet you got some old trees that need to be uh, knocked down and getting out of the way before they fall over onto your house. Also, let's just say you're a plumber. You got to dig up a big ditch and through a big trench through a yard, put some pipe down. But you don't really know how to run a big backhoe. You can rent one from them, and they offer daily rates on operators. So you do your you do your job. Let them come handle all the dirt work. Need to rent or buy a side by side or a four wheeler? They got you covered there too. At Reliable Rental Equipment. Let's see here. Um. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of all I got to say about it. But get over there, check them out. Reliable rental equipment. Again, it's getting dark earlier now. Maybe you got some work you need to do. You need to do outside. 
They offer the Taylor Outdoor Lighting Solutions. So don't let don't be hamstrung by having by not being able to work at night when you can go rent outdoor lighting for your event or construction project from Reliable Rental Equipment. Again, check them out online, Reliable Rental Equipment, EquipmentMS.com. All right, let's dive back in. I know we're kind of bouncing around a little bit this morning. We spent the first hour talking about talking about Jackson and some of the fallout from the Goon Squad, people in Rankin County. I'm just telling y'all, and I'm going to leave it at this. Y'all are welcome to call in, speak your mind, 601-879-0002. I've even been surprised because I know how much Rankin County supports its law enforcement and God, guns, country, all the good stuff. I've been surprised at the conversations I've heard with people who say that, I don't know if embarrassed is the word, but maybe for the sake of argument, just say they're embarrassed by what the Sheriff's Department did. I mean, like, they really are. Because then it sits there, and it allows everybody on the outside to come chirping racist, racism, racist cops, all that stuff. And it's hard to defend that. Hard to, hard to make an argument argument against it when you look at the situation as a whole. So hopefully the the trust will come back in the Sheriff's Department and people can feel safe knowing that Rankin County Sheriff's Department is on the watch. So I do. I still do. And that's my point. I hate what happened. But I know if I'm in trouble and I see that, our, that Rankin County Sheriff's Department officer, that vehicle pull up, I know score one for the good guys. All right, change of subject. You know, Joe Biden. Joe Biden used to spit fire, son. If Joe Biden came back talking like this, I would dump Trump in a heartbeat. Dump Trump in a heartbeat if we could get this Joe Biden back. Here we go. We have predators on our streets. It doesn't matter whether or not the person that is accosting your son or daughter or my son or daughter, my wife, your husband, my mother, your parents. It doesn't matter whether or not they were deprived as a youth. It doesn't matter whether or not they're the victims of society. The end result is they're about to knock my mother on the head with a lead pipe, shoot my sister, beat up my wife, take on my sons. So I don't want to ask what made them do this. They must be taken off the street. Tens of thousands of them, born out of wedlock, without parents, without supervision, without any structure, without any conscience developing, because they literally have not been socialized. We should focus on them now, not out of a liberal instinct for love, but for simple, pragmatic reasons does not mean because we created them that we somehow forgive them or do not take them out of society to protect my family and yours from them. They are beyond the pale, many of those people. Beyond the pale. We have no choice but to take them out of society. We must make the streets safer. I don't care why someone is a malfactor in society. I don't care why someone is antisocial. I don't care why they become a sociopath. We have an obligation to burden them off from the rest of society. They are in jail, away from my mother, your husband, our families. We must take back the streets. 
Amen. I mean, Joe Biden just dropping the hottest mixtape of the year right there. Spitting fire. I'd pay $5 for that at a gas station. Whew. Get my blood flowing. Let's lock them up. Just bus loads. Bus loads. They can't act right. I had a guy come in. I was going to tell this story in the first hour. We had a, we went and started a, a couple of us went and took over a dealership one time. And a couple of weeks in, there was a slight shift of gears. They wanted to bring in another like general manager above all of us. So they bring in this guy here locally. He gets everybody. He gets everybody to meet in the uh, the, the the employee lounge. And he says, you know, all the pleasantries and all that. Then he says, you either going to change how you work or where you work. You either going to change how you work or where you work. Now, this was in Jackson. So mind you, he ended up having to be the one to find a new place to work before everybody else changed how they work. But I did like his point, though. I did like his point. You either going to change how you act or where you live. You either going to change how you act or where you live. And that needs to be the mindset of law enforcement in Jackson. And, by, and, when, and when I say by where they live, I mean on this side of a cage or on the inside of a cage. That needs to be the mentality. You're going to change how you act or where you live. Shout out to Capitol Police, JPD, all the other agencies, Mississippi Highway Patrol, Pearl, Florence, and if I'm leaving anybody else out, I do apologize. That's just what I can remember off the top of my head. The fair, state fair, two years in a row now. Zero incidents. Now, they had a fight here and there. You know, some guys tried to steal a box of wristbands and had to F around and find out. I mean, a couple little things to be expected. To be expected. No violence, to the best of my knowledge. And uh, my, my, my buddy over there can text me and, and let me know. No cars broken into inside the fairgrounds. They've got that tide turned down there at the fairgrounds. Andy Gibson, Michael Lasseter, that whole crew. Now they just got to now to get a to get a guy like Clay Edwards back to the fair. Just because I'm just burnt out on the fair. I, this ain't got nothing to do with safety or none of that. 30, 40 years of the same attractions. I'm good, dog. But I heard Andy do an interview over the weekend. Maybe it was on LBT. Maybe it was on APT. I don't know. But he said they're looking at next year bringing in some really big acts. Now, you'll have to buy tickets for these. They'll be in the Coliseum. But that's um, Most fairs are like that when they bring in these big-name current acts. So we'll see. If you bring somebody I like, I will, in fact, pay and come down there and support it. And then when I leave the Coliseum, I will wander around the fair. That's just me. But I want y'all to think about this. Used to, to tell you how far the fair has fallen in the in the conscience of, of people around here. Last Saturday night, there was a sold-out concert. Now, it got canceled a few days before, and I know the, the fair reaped the benefits of that. That Hardy concert at the amphitheater was going to be the first Saturday of the fair. That was going to be eight 9,000 people that weren't going to the fair. Now, you may have got some people that went down there afterwards, whatever. But I don't know how how many it would have been. 
Then this past Friday night, Willie Nelson at the Brandon Amphitheater sold out. I mean, if it wasn't sold out, I don't know what sold out is because every seat in the house was slam-packed and it took us longer to get out of there than it ever had. So now people, promoters in the city are not scared to book major expensive events and counter-program against the state fair. If the state fair wants to be competitive, it's going to have to do the same thing. A Josh Turner, that ain't going to get it. I'm sure there's some Josh Turner fans out there. You know, it ain't no not personally. I like Josh Turner. Ernest. Ernest ain't hardy. I love I love Ernest. He's probably my favorite as far as the talent of that Ernest Morgan Wallen Hardy group. They all run together, write songs. Ernest is probably my favorite artist in that bunch. But you know, he just ain't a draw yet. Let's just be honest. Now, maybe in a if you put him put him at Martin's or Rick's in Starkville or somewhere like that, he's a draw. He ain't a draw to the Coliseum during the fair. That's what the fair is going to start doing is booking some legitimate, whether it's big-time classic rock bands that still really draw. It's modern. It's some traveling festival-type stuff where you got seven or eight good bands, some big country stuff, whatever it is, even big hip-hop. You know, I don't think the fair should get away from catering to the to the to the urban demographic, it'd be be ridiculous to. But you have different nights, different stuff. People can decide if that's if they want to deal with whatever crowds there. That's on them. But that's how the fair is going to have to evolve into the twenty first century, is twenty second century, is getting back into bringing big concerts during the fair. I mean, I remember seeing Poison. They were like headlining to open up a say I tour, and that was during the fair. You had to buy that ticket separate. So, I mean, they used to bring big acts during the fair. Willie Nelson, real quick before we take our break. I didn't know what to expect at that show. 90-year-old Willie Nelson, was he going to try to sing the songs in the same key and tempo that he did 20, 30, 40, even 50 years ago? Was he going to just sound like a frail old man? Guys, I'm going to tell you something. That's the most emotional I think I've ever been through an entire concert. The songs, the way he did them, the key, the tempo he did them in. He performed those songs to how he can perform now instead of trying to force himself to perform them like he did back in the day. It was it was amazing. I have nothing negative to say. One of the best concerts I've ever been to. And it was just sad, man. It was sad knowing that this may very well be the last time we are in the same place with Willie Nelson alive. I mean... He ain't getting any younger. I can't imagine him doing too much more touring if any once this outlaw run is over. And it gave me a good chance Friday if you follow me on social media, TikTok, Instagram. I think I shared it to my Facebook page too. I told the story again about the time I got fired from my job for smoking with Willie Nelson right here in Jackson, Mississippi. Go check that out. If you want, if you want I will send you the link. So go go check that out. Anyway, We'll be right back. This is The Clay Edwards Show. All right, we are back live here on The Clay Edwards Show. Hey, guys, let me tell you about Watkins Construction and Roofing. And better yet, instead of me telling you about it, I'm going to go read you a couple of their most recent five-star reviews. They only have 929 of them. 
<laughs> uh, Jeff L says this was just three days ago. Watkins and team did a wonderful job repairing my roof. Professional and reasonable price. We will highly recommend. Five star review. Three days ago, Jesse E says excellent work. I love the communication from Watkins leading up to the work. Great project manager on site. Work was completed promptly and professionally. Great cleanup during and after. Highly recommend. And guys, that's what I hear more and more and more. Every time I talk to folks that dealt with Watkins construction roofing is the communication. Man, guys, you know, we've always, you've dropped your car off somewhere to get worked on before, and they never communicate with you on how long it's going to take parts to get there, when the parts get there, when they're going to get put on, so on and so forth. You do not have those problems with Watkins Construction Roofing. They have dedicated folks to answer all your questions at all times. Anytime there's an update in your your project, they're going to contact you, keep you updated. You stay in the loop. Uh, my buddy Renee just had his house redone in Bellhaven, and that was one of the things he raved about was the communication. Communication is key. And us guys like me and Renee and folks of us that are in sales and sell for a living, we understand the importance of constant communication, and Watkins is going to stay in constant communication with you. And the other thing, too, I saw the guy said about site cleanup. That's so important. I see neighbor, I see houses get done in my neighborhood that aren't being done by Watkins Construction or Roofing, and you can tell the difference. Just the, the way the way they treat people's yards, a lot of these fly-by-night guys, the way they, they'll have their crew up there. They got the bumpity bump 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 rap music up there bumping and stuff, all the cuss words in it. And really, it don't matter what kind of music it is. I don't mind the little music, but be respectful. How about that? So many of these places don't worry about the details. Watkins Construction and Roofing are all about the details, and they're all about you. Check them out online, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. Get your complimentary roof inspection today. All right. Let me shift gears here. So I, I want to go back to Joe Biden. I didn't mean to get on a whole tirade about the fair and concerts and all that. Uh, somebody did text in on the Guns and Gear text line, so they'd like to see Metallica. Metallica will never play in Mississippi again. Let me just say that. Nowhere in the state of Mississippi will Metallica ever play again. So you're going to have to be something a little more within reason. But I, I like the energy. Of course, we would all love to see Metallica. All right. So we, we, we played that clip of Joe Biden just straight spitting fire. Talking about locking up these fatherless kids that are out here wreaking havoc on everybody. Mm, Love it. Now, that's old Joe Biden. New Joe Biden (laughs) doesn't understand why you need 100 rounds in a magazine. Well, so Joe, to protect myself from your voters. No excuse. Who in God's name needs a weapon with a hundred rounds in a chamber? <laughs> the weapon's only meant for one thing, to kill people. Hell yeah. How long of a chamber would that be to hold a hundred rounds? Joe Biden versus teleprompter, the greatest rivalry in the world today. To, to, to kill people. Yeah, man, did you see all those... Hamas people parasailing out of the sky with their machine guns? You don't think they'll do that here if they're given the opportunity? They've never flown a couple planes into the World Trade Center. I'm so tired of this argument of 
who needs how many bullets I need in my gun. All of them. However many it takes is how many bullets I need in my chamber. Let's listen to Stuttering Joe one more time. No excuse. Who in God's name needs a weapon with 100 rounds in a chamber? Me. <laughs> Clay Edwards does. And this coming off the heels of that ammunition plant exploding. There's no coincidences, my friends. There's no coincidences. On the head with a lead pipe. Sorry, let me pause that. Let's see here. Um, shifting gears a little bit. Uh, you know, last week we got a bunch of good laughs out of Queers for Palestine. And this weekend did not disappoint in the pro-Palestine rallies from the LGBTQ folks. Uh, this is on Ollie London's X account. It says, trans, trans man. We're gonna, the next few minutes are going to be about trans people doing dumb stuff. So if you don't like this type of stuff, plug your ears. Trans man speaks at pro-Palestine rally organized by socialists. He goes, I come here today as a transgender woman to denounce the delicious and divisive propaganda spread by the occupation regime. Meanwhile, LGBTQ folks can face up to 10 years in prison by Palestine. But uh, here we go. Let me make sure I got my volume up. I come to you today as a transgender woman, as a queer woman. No, you're a man. As a member of the LGBTQ community, and I come to you today to denounce the duplicitous and divisive propaganda spread by the occupation regime. Them tell it I should support the occupation. I should support the settlers. I should support the apartheid regime. And I should oppose the resistance of Palestinians. And why? Because of the allegedly LGBTQ friendly policies of the Zionist government and the supposed enmity of Muslims and the Palestinian people. But I am here to tell you that is a bald-faced lie. And it doesn't matter how many times the politicians and the talking heads repeat it or how cleverly they tell it. It is a lie. I have no friends in the Zionist regime. I have no friends among the settlers I have no friends in the White House, the halls of Congress, the chambers of the Supreme Court, or the corporate boardrooms where exploitation is turned into profit through the malign sorcery of capitalism. And there is not one enemy of mine among the Palestinian people fighting for their freedom. My enemies, the enemies of the LGBTQ people, are right here in the in these United States. They say that Palestinians are my enemy, but that's a lie. Again, let me see if I, have I, re- I retweeted this. You can go see it at my Save JXN X account, Save JXN at X.com. So much to unpack there. It's just so hard to take these folks serious when. It's clearly a man dressed as a woman, talking like a man, calling himself all kind of other things. I can't take these people serious. 
you're so confused that you can't even decide what you are today. And you're standing up for the very people, the very people who want to throw you off the top of a building and turn you into a rainbow slushy. Guys, there's no getting America back. I just want y'all to understand that. We got to carve out our own little portion of it and be happy. The America we grew up in, the America our dads grew up in, the America where you can go to the mall on Friday and Saturday nights, walk around, have fun, and not get shot, those days are gone. The days of being able to smoke cigarettes on a plane, ashtrays still come in cars, not having to wear seatbelts, your kid being able to lie in the back of the dash, the rear dashboard. Those days are gone. The days of being able to tell an offensive joke, regardless of whose feelings get hurt, those days are gone. All those things that we joked about, all those things that we joked about growing up are now social justice movements. I mean, they turned the meme into reality. They turned the meme into reality. I got another story right here. Well, hold on. While while we're kind of on the same stuff here, y'all need the visual for this, but I don't have it, unfortunately. I've, I've got it, but I can't make you see it. It is on my... Let me retweet it right now on X. All right, just reposted this. If you want to go see the visual, it's on my X account. It says, a man who has been married to a woman for 20 years is getting divorced after his wife is no longer attracted to him after he came out as trans. Gabby Tuft said that his wife initially expressed support for his transition. However, over time, she lost her attraction to him. The couple are now separated, heading for a divorce, although they still remain friends. According to Tuft, I came out to her as transgender in September of 2020, and that marked the beginning of the end of our relationship, explaining the breakdown of their marriage. Shortly after I began hormone replacement therapy, Priscilla came to me and gently said that she, was, she wasn't feeling attracted to me physically anymore. Now, to paint this picture, uh, the girl, smoke show. Smoke show. Super hot. The guy looks kind of like uh, Roman Reigns, the WWE wrestler. B- uh, black black hair, long muscles, whole nine yards. Now, I mean, like if you and your bro, you know, went to the bar one night and, you know, hooked up with two chicks, either one would be suffice to you unless you got the wrong one. I mean, he actually... Converted into a pretty good-looking woman, I guess. I hate the world right now. Let's just take a break. I'll be right back. Back into the Clay Edwards Show. <clears throat> this segment is going to be brought to you by our friends down at Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center right there in Crystal Springs, Mississippi. You can shop them online at mercyhouseautocenter.com. Hey, man, look, you got an old vehicle running or not, maybe a fleet of vehicles, business owners, that you need to get rid of, need to get out of the way. Don't feel like having to go through the auction, dealing with all the crazy people on the internet. Donate your vehicle to a good cause and get the tax write-off. That's right. You can do that. You can donate it for what it's worth in the moment, or you can wait till they get it reconned and sell it and get the tax write-off for what they sell it for. So if you got a little patience, you can end up getting a bigger tax write-off. So they'll come pick them up. 
You ain't got to do nothing else. Just have the clean titles and get in touch with Mercy House Auto Center. Also, guys, if you're in the market for a vehicle, if you're looking for something in that ten dollars to $20,000 range, maybe a cash car to finance, something like that, get by and see Mercy House Auto Center. They got credit. They got lenders for all credit situations from from rebuilding to great. They can get you rolling, uh, pending a few things. So check them out, mercyhouseautocenter.com. And the best thing about all of it is it helps fund Mercy House Teen Challenge. And you know on this show, people uh, recovering from addiction is a passion of mine. I oh, Never mind. People who are actively in recovery and wanting to get recovered, wanting to get help is a passion of mine. I love interviewing people about that stuff. And the overwhelming amount of people who have who, who I've interviewed that have found success went through the Mercy House Teen Challenge program. This helps fund that, which in turn helps put fathers back in homes and beat addiction. That's a win-win. Shop them online, mercyhouseautocenter.com. All right, let's see here. <laughs> the boss man up here at the radio station went and peeped out that uh, the photo in that last last um, segment that I talked about. He goes, you described that well. <laughs> All right, let's shift gears a little bit. We're going to stay in the transgender realm, though. We're going to stay in the transgender realm because I want to bring this one back home here. Now, this did not happen in the South. It happened in Wyoming, of all places. How did leftists get into Wyoming? How did this happen? Anyway, this is on the Gateway Pundit. And the Washington Post is a part of this story, so it's legitimate. Well, I guess I could say that backwards, right? If WAPO's in it, it may not be legitimate. But two different left-wing and right-wing media outlets are reporting the same things. So I guess it's true. Washington Post defends transgender pervert who joined sorority at University of Wyoming to peep on naked college girls. You know what I said earlier? I said the memes, are they're turning the memes into reality. And remember Porky's? Was it Miss Ballbreaker? We got a real life one. Let's see here. The Washington Post, and I'm reading this from the Gateway Pundit, so it's going to be skewed hard right. I guess it would sound just like that if I read it. If I wrote it, I mean. Anyway. Hold on, let me put a caller on hold real quick. All right, caller, you're on hold. It says, Washington Post hates women. Fake News WAPO defended a transgender pervert who joined the Kappa Kappa Gamma sorority at the University of Wyoming so he could peep on naked college girls. In September of 2022, the Wyoming-based chapter of Kappa Kappa Gamma went voted to allow a six-foot-two biological man who uses the name Artemis Langford, I mean, why not just be Artemis Piledriver, Artemis Langford, to join the sorority. Six of the sorority sisters filed a lawsuit claiming the transgender pervert was watching them undress. You don't say. Uh, The plaintiff asked the court to force the sorority to defend, I mean, I'm sorry, force the sorority to define the word woman. So they could decide who could be, who could move into a sorority house. U.S. District Court Judge Allen B. Johnson, a Reagan appointee, dismissed the case in August, ruling that the sorority had a right to decide the definition of a woman for itself and did not breach 
the housing contract by allowing Artemis Langford to move in. The judge wrote, This judge may not invade Kappa Kappa Gamma's freedom of expressive association and inject the definition of a woman plaintiff's urge. This happened despite Kappa Kappa Gamma bylaws that state a new member shall be a woman. The sorority was ultimately forced to admit Artemis Langford back in even though he is a sexual deviant and a peeping Tom who often watches girls undress while erect, according to testimony. Well, don't hate the play, hate the game. The Washington Post painted Langford as a victim and attacked the sorority sisters. The Washington Post says, quote, a 21-year-old University of Wyoming student who was looking for community. Instead, she faced death threats, a federal lawsuit, and an attempt to kick her out, the Washington Post said of the six-foot-two male who sexually violates college women in their private spaces. <laughs> I love it. They had a little salt on the end of it there once the quote ended. Uh, so, yeah, so my question is this. Dads, I want to talk to my dads this morning. Moms, feel free to chime in, too. I want to talk to my dads this morning, especially my girl dads out there. Little McKaylee, little Kylie, little Michaela. You know, all, all their names are about the same now. Kaylee, Michaela, McKaylee, Paley, Jaylee, Jalen, Balin. You send your little princess up to state or Ole Miss. If I, uh, from, from, my, from, from my black listeners, if, if yours aren't going there, to JSU, Alcorn, wherever. Let's be fair and balanced here. Your, your your daughter goes to join a sorority, and they let a not not. I mean, I'd rather you just let a gay man in, because at least in theory, you know where their where their mind is at. They trying to be a wingman. You know what I'm saying? Like you could almost talk me into that more than this. But they let a transgender pervert. In there, that's pretending to be a girl, and it's a big old fat blob too. Looks like Miss Ballbreaker from, from that movie I was talking about earlier. Porky's clearly in there because for sexual deviancy and sexual pleasure. In the sorority house, I want to know what y'all would do. I mean, at what point do we just storm the dang gates of? of the off the college offices, the administrators offices, the president's offices. At what point do we say no more? No more. Let's take a call. Hey, you're on there. Hello. Hello. Oh, you're staying on hold too long. Um, at what point do we, do we say no more of this nonsense? I'm fed up with it. I ain't spending a hundred thousand dollars, whatever it costs to send your kid to school. And I, I'm sure there's fees to be in a sorority. And now we're just gonna let transgender nut jobs pile in there just to be sexual deviants. Let's read a couple of texts on the guns and gear text line. <laughs> Somebody said trans perv needs to be pimp slapped. Lindsay says. That right there is why we must pass a woman's bill of rights this next legislative session. All right, the texts are piling in here. Let's see. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, I, I, Lindsay, I want to hear about this woman's bill of rights thing. Uh, 
I'm sorry at the top here. Roger says, my daughter is in a sorority at Ole Miss. If something like this happens or something happens to her, it won't be good for the tranny. And then I'll owe half of Oxford. Then I'll own half of Oxford after I sued the mess out of the school. I think that's the way to look at it. I read that one about the perv needs to be slapped. Lindsay says, that right there is why we must pass a women's bill of rights this next legislative session. You know, I don't know what that consists of, but I 100% agree with it. You know, if it's to protect them, y'all, from stuff like this. This is getting absolutely out of hand. You've got, and I apologize if you have kids in the car this morning. They should be out by now. But you've got an old, and you can go to Gateway Pundit and see this story. And it's got a picture of She-Hulk here. And then you're telling me that they're changing clothes together and she's erect. He's erect. Bro, it's for the wrong, you're doing this for the wrong reasons. Like I said, you maybe could convince me of like one of their little gay friends. My daughter's got gay friends. I had gay friends. It doesn't bother me. You're like, you know, like, you know, you know what's a threat and what's not. And as a father, what's a threat to me is anybody that wants to have sex with my daughter. You're a threat. <laughs> it is my job to eliminate those threats, as with any other father. As fathers, it does not matter how old our daughters get. It is still my job to block as hard as I can. Over here, like a wax on, wax off. Danielson throwing throwing blocks and everything I can. We ain't letting we ain't letting one of these up into the sorority house. Again. Their little gay friends, whatever, they're not a threat to that. That don't bother me. And I, and I keep saying that, and I know people get tired of hearing me say that. I had a, I actually had one of my daughter's gay friends come up to me a few months back, and he's like, Mr. Clay, I know you don't like gay people. I said, that is not what I said. I have no problem with gay folks at all. Not a, not a single problem. I said, my, my, my beef is with the agenda. There's a big difference than having a problem with you and having a problem with the agenda. You're welcome at my home anytime you want to come over. I'd have no problem with you. But the, the, the good, normal gay folks, they got to start standing up and pushing back on this. Uh, they're starting to, but we need them on our side. We need y'all's voices loud. Just like we need our black, our black, black brothers and sisters' voices loud. Fighting back against what Joe Biden and them are doing to us. We need everybody to stand up, put the differences aside, and say, America first. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. As we get ready to land the plane for the day, a bunch of great texts and whatnot today. Had a couple great calls. Always appreciate it. Uh, close out with a few guns and gear text today. Spartacus says, that sounds like a Revenge of the Nerds prank. I mean, that's what I'm saying, man. They have turned, they've turned comedy. They killed comedy and made it real life with all this transgender stuff and this upside down nonsense, this crazy world that we live in. Well, look, man, if you're a man and you know you're a man, go get your testosterone levels checked out there at Men's Health in Mississippi. Get your testosterone levels checked. Maybe yours is a little low and trust me, guys. She'll thank you for it. You'll thank yourself for it. That's Men's Health 
MS.com. And women, believe it or not, you need to get your levels checked too. They have a female clinic upstairs. You can check that out while you're there also. Menshealthms.com. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.